Good day to everybody out in podcast and music land, and welcome to another episode of the 8-Track Podcast, where we, or I, bestow upon you 8-Tracks in a, a given, not necessarily genre, but realm, or idea, or category. And for today, I thought we would kind of do uh, a, a episode revolving around the season. I think uh, everybody will give you what their favorite season may be out of the four, and I think either their favorite or their second favorite is always the fall. So uh, I thought, why not do a show based around what the fall is all about, which is colors. Everybody loves the, the look of the fall season and the colors that come with it. So uh, I figured let's put some tracks together that have a color in the song title. Um, and I kind of stuck with that. I didn't really go too crazy with band names, although I could have done that with you know stuff like Deep Purple or something like that or Pink Floyd, but uh, and I stuck with just the song titles for this go-round. So, again, this is volume one of the Colors episode. Um, I don't know if I'll do another one before the fall season is over. Because um, really, fall's really the only the season that people really care about the colors. You know, with the uh, winter just being white and spring, I don't know, what, what color do you put on spring? Maybe yellow? I can just play cold plays yellow eight times maybe and that might suffice for a small amount of people. Um, not that there's anything wrong with cold play. I like cold play. They're a good band. Um, and summer is just uh, everything's bright. But we'll cross those bridges maybe when we get to those seasons, but there's no other season that really takes in colors like the fall season so that's what we're gonna focus on for today and I think we're gonna get things started with a a uh how about some Brit Brit pop some British music to start the day um always been a fan of Muse first time I ever saw them was when they opened for the Red Hot Chili Peppers they had one album out it was the Showbiz album um, and I, for some reason, really liked their sound, and I kept following them, and now they've become, you know, one of the biggest bands out there right now, so. Uh, this song is from their Black Holes and Revelations album, which I, I think is, uh, I think their best album. Um, I, it was one of those things where they, they were starting to get big, and I think people were expecting a lot out of them with their album that would they would ever have um, come out be their next album, Black Holes and Revelations, and they went in and they knocked it out, and the expectations, they met those expectations, I think, easily. Um, a lot of good songs on this album, the big ones, Knights of Sidonia, that's what, the song that everybody kind of like flocks to when this album came out, and uh, although this song was a little bit more of like the, like the maybe like hip-hop beat type of thing that they do from time to time, um, and uh, it's, it's one of my favorite ones on the album. And this song is called Black Holes. Actually, the album is Black Holes Revelations. Like I've said, this song is called Supermassive Black Hole. Let's check it out.
All right, so uh, moving on. You, you never know when you're going to hear a song that you just don't expect to to like, or and then, then that takes off where you just really follow the band. Uh, and that's why I'm always open to listening to whatever's out there, the exception of a couple genres. I'm not going to offend anybody, but... Um, you always have to have your ears open and, and because you never know when you're going to hear something. And for me, the band Gogo Bordello, uh, they, they had a song, it's called Start Wearing Purple. And the, the first time I heard this song was during the, when the credits were rolling of a movie called Everything is Illuminated. Um, Elijah Woods in the movie, I don't even remember, I, I remember liking the movie, I thought it was very good. I don't remember what it was about because I saw it years and years ago, um, and I think that's when, like, Elijah Wood, I have to look up the dates, but it, it could have been, like, you know, when, uh, The Lord of the Rings was out, and, and this was a movie that came out in between when those movies were being released three years consecutive, um, so it was kind of like Elijah Wood mode, and I remember watching it, I remember liking it, and then, I mean, and I, and I didn't go to the movie theater to see it, I got it, um, at home on DVD, I want to say I got it. Netflix, when Netflix uh, delivered the DVDs to your house, they didn't have the streaming service up yet, I'm almost positive that's when I saw this movie, but there's not many times where you sit and watch the credits, if it's if it's not a Marvel movie and you're waiting for an end credit scene, I don't think you're really going to sit around and wait for the credits, but this song played during that credit scene, and I was like, who are these guys, and it just, it's a really funky different sound, and it sounds great, and it's weird, but I don't know why I like it, but I do. And um, I waited till the end of the credits to, you know, at the end when they always show you the, the music that's within the movie. And um, he says, start wearing purple right off the bat. And it was easy to match up who it was. And I instantly went out. I remember I instantly went out and bought the album. The album's called Gypsy Punks. And it's just, it's a trip from start to finish this album. Um, they got a little bit of publicity. I want to say, like, Madonna brought them on stage once for something. And uh, I think people started maybe taking notice of them. Not that they ever made it huge. But uh, they've come around my area a couple times. And I've missed them. But I've, I've read articles and I've talked to people that went. And they said it's a show unlike anything you've ever seen before. So... If Gogo Bordello is in your area and you like this song's a little bit campy, uh, it, it's it it doesn't go too far off the path of what they normally write about. But um, if you like this song, not all the songs are like this the, in terms of like what the hell does "Start Wearing Purple" mean? But this is almost like a funny, fun type of song. But you can get you can see how well they are cohesively as a band and. I would recommend going and going through their catalog. You might like some stuff, you might not like it, but that's part of discovering different things. So check it out. Google Bordello. Start wearing purple. And if you really want to see everything as illuminated movie, check it out. Like I said, I remember liking it. I just can't remember what it was about. Welcome back to Day Track Podcast, where this episode we are celebrating the fall season and incorporating songs that include colors in the title and uh, I hope you enjoyed that Gogo Bordello track what do you think a little different huh but real good they got they and they when they want to rock out they can do it so 
uh, different sound, but very enjoyable. Moving on to some Radiohead, well, not really Radiohead, Tom York solo stuff. Uh, when Radiohead kind of changed their tune in the early 2000s to the more experimental, muted, kind of mellow stuff that they, they're known for now. Um, really, that started with the Kid A album and up until right now. Uh, Tom Morello, or Tom Morello, Tom York released a solo album, and he's done a lot of side projects, believe it or not, that don't get as much publicity as Radiohead. He did one album with um, with Flea on bass called Adam, Adams for Peace, which is really good. Um, but he did a solo album called The Eraser, uh, which really sounds like a, another Radiohead album um, in this new style that they had just developed a few years before Tom York released this Eraser album. Um, so it's it's still you know very more of that quiet type of music, uh, very very mellow style. Uh, but his vocals are a little bit more present. I feel like Tom York is taking a backseat to. They're one of those bands that gives equal credit to a vocal and the recordings and, and the music within that, that, those songs, which is very different, um, especially from where they came from in the you know the '90s grunge scene. Which OK Computer is maybe my favorite album of all time um it's a big departure from that so i think he may i get the feeling that these songs were songs that were written originally for radiohead and the direction that they went they really didn't incorporate them too much and he had all this material so he released his solo album um and this was the first single off of it radiohead was and still is you know insanely popular um so it got some publicity back in the day but if you missed it, here it is right now. It's called Black Swan. Okay, so we are going to try... I keep saying we, like I have this massive staff and it's just me. Um, I am going to try a different genre this uh, for this track. <clears throat> if you listen back to episode one, um, it was kind of just like a, a hodgepodge of, of songs. I didn't really have a, a format... Uh, like I like I do now, a whole four episodes in. Um, but before I decided to make every episode a theme, that episode was just everything that I'm kind of like into. Um, and there was a song on there that was a pretty heavy song. Um, and I know that rubs some people the wrong way, but if you listen to it, really sit back and, and, and take it all in, I think you can find some beauty in songs like that, um, and this band, they're called Death Heaven, um, fits that mold to a T, uh, they are very, very heavy, and almost every song takes you on this journey of, uh, you know, ripping your heart out, making your blood boil, to just lulling you to sleep with, like, this beautiful, epic, alternative, like, ballad. Um, and this song is no different. I found out about these guys. I go to Metacritic a lot just to see what stuff's coming out, how things are getting rated. Um, and years ago when they had, they had an album called Sunbather. And it was the, at the time when I went to the, the website, you can click on a link that tells you, you know, everything that's been released so far to that point and what ranks the highest. This was ranked the highest at that point 
the album was, Sunbather, this, this song, it's called Baby Blue, is not on Sunbather, it was uh, the album after it called New Bermuda, um, but Sunbather was number one at the time, and it actually finished the year as the number one reviewed album, and that's the stuff that you don't hear about, you know what I mean, like, it, it was, it's, it's a dark metal, black metal, people like to call it shoegaze music, I think it is in, in some capacity, um, but you don't hear about that, all you hear about is the other genre that just pumps out stuff month after month, and with, with no passion about what they're doing, in my opinion, um, and it's just about the look, and for these guys to have a a black metal album or, or death metal album, if you want to say, to be the number one reviewed album in that time. I want to say it was 2014 or so. Um, I I took notice, so I listened to it and and I and I got it and I understood it and I said, okay, like I I can listen to this stuff. Like this is this is well thought out music, and I've been a fan of them ever since. They've come out with a couple albums since then. And they're fantastic, and they really introduced me to opening up my horizons to that more, to that that genre more. So, I implore you to give this a chance. I think you'll you'll find the many different genres that they span in this one song, um, and it might not fit everybody, but I think you can appreciate it. So, give it a shot. This is Deaf Heaven with their song "Baby Blue" on the celebrating fall with the colors episode. All right, so what do we think? Good? You survived? If you like them, uh, check them out. They have four albums out, I believe, and then some uh, one-offs for some benefit songs here and there, but uh, great, great stuff. So uh, one of the, one of the like rites of, of passage right now for, for rock fans is to get pissed off at uh, Tool in particular, Maynard James Keenan for taking forever to to write this uh, new album whenever it's coming out Um, I saw a meme I think last year and it it made me laugh it it said uh, to travel to Pluto and back would be I don't remember what the name of the number was 3.5 3.5 billion light years, or roughly amount of, the amount of time it takes Tool to write an album. Um, it it's, hasn't taken light years, but it definitely seems like that if you're a Tool fan. Uh, I guess they did a concert uh, this summer, and they kind of addressed the crowd saying, we know your frustrations, but rest assured, we are working on it, and we are recording, and something will be out. No timetable given, but at least they addressed the situation. In the meantime, we have gotten a slew of side projects by Maynard, and uh, with you know, a Perfect Circle just releasing their first album in a while over the summer, which is absolutely fantastic. If you haven't heard that, definitely go check that out. Um, and last year, I think it was last year, he even released a new Pucifer album, and uh, that one is pretty good, called Money Shot. It was two years ago, actually. Um, so we're going to do a song off of, uh, that group, his Pucifer album, um, band. This is from a, uh, album a while ago. I 
believe this is the V for Vagina album. I could be wrong on that, but nevertheless, um, there's a song called Green Valley, and I was debating between the live version and the studio recording version. I went with the studio recorded version. Uh, they're both excellent. So there is a live album out by these guys if you wanted to go uh, find that really great, great stuff. So uh, we'll get into that now. So here is uh, Green Valley. So I think we can all agree that Creed did not suit everybody well. Um, for me, it was just Scott Stapp's face. I don't know. There was something about his face that I just I couldn't couldn't take it, and he just had this kind of arrogance about him, and that's not to say rock lead singers don't have arrogance, I do, but there was just something about him that I, I don't know, I, I thought he was kind of cheesy, um, but musically I thought Creed was very good, and I thought they had some some good melodies, some good songs, and, um, and then you throw Scott Stapp and lyrics into the mix, and it just took me out of it. So when Creed broke up, broke up and formed Alter Bridge with Miles Kennedy, that made me take notice, and I think that's the best thing that could have happened to either one of those factions, the, the music and Miles Kennedy. Um, <clears throat> and Kennedy has gone on since then, and, and he's done albums with Slash, basically replacing Axl Rose on um, Slash's new band. Um, but the guy's got... He's got pipes, and if you like that style of music, uh, Alter Bridge is for you. They, 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 people know them. They're, it's not like I'm bringing somebody new to the mix here, but if you just know of them and don't really listen to their stuff, um, I implore you to get involved with them and, and check them out, because they, they have some really fantastic albums, and they just released a live album, one of those live albums with uh, a backing orchestra which is excellent. So uh, we're going to do a Alter Bridge song here, more in the heavier realm. Um, this is off of their Blackbirds album, and this song is called White Knuckles. All right, so we uh, we just got finished with some rock stuff, and now we're going to bring it down a little bit. Um, always been a huge Ben Harper fan. First time I ever saw Ben Harper was... I want to say it was 1995 or 1996 when he opened for the Dave Matthews Band. He had... Uh, just released his sophomore album at the time, or maybe it wasn't even out yet, and he was kind of uh, backing the Dave Matthews Band in promotion of it. Um, and when I saw him live, I was floored. Uh, the way the way he played the guitar across his lap, but it wasn't. It's not just a regular acoustic or electric guitar. It's a special uh, Wiesenborn guitar. They call it. Um, that, that nobody really plays anymore, but he mastered it. I, I don't know. I was in awe of him, and uh, I have followed him around since then. So uh, he came out with... It's tough to say which album I, I feel like is his best, but it could be this one. This uh, album, he had, album he had called Diamonds on the Inside. Um, and we're actually getting a twofer with this uh, song title being the, the Colors episode, uh, so this is, I, I didn't want to do Brown Eyed Girl, everybody knows Brown Eyed Girl, so I kind of sacrificed and went with this one, so this is Brown Eyed Blues, so we're getting a two for one, here you go, Ben Harper. Alright, so, let's uh, finish this Colors 
episode before we get to the Cornell University track uh, with an absolute classic. Uh, in my opinion, this is, is one of the best songs ever written from beginning to end, from, from the lyrics to the music. It is just this haunting, beautiful ballad, and every time it is on the radio, you just, that's like one of those movies, like no matter where, like Shawshank Redemption, no matter where Shawshank Redemption is, when you turn it on, usually on TNT, you finish watching it. Doesn't matter if it's five minutes in or there's five minutes left, you finish it. Mainly because if there's five minutes left, they're going to show it again because it's like on a loop on that channel. But I don't know, there, there's just something about this song that is just to all my style, just that very melodic, dark, moody, and coincidentally enough, uh, this is the Moody Blues doing Nights in White Satin. I figured we've got to, we always got to end these things on a, on a high note or a classic note, and I think there's no better way to end a uh, Colors episode celebrating the fall season uh, with this track. It's just, there, there's, you can't say anything about it. You just sit back and you just, you don't even sing with it. You just sit and listen because it's, it's amazing. So we're going to listen to it and then we'll be back with our Cornell University track. Man, I mean, does it get better? I, I, I don't, I don't think it does. So, all right. Uh, we could dwell on that, that song all day, but we're going to, we're going to move on to our good friend, Mr. Chris Cornell, who just had his bronze statue, uh, revealed in Seattle. Maybe I'll take a trip out there someday and, and visit it, uh, which it's cool. They have a, a what's these, sometimes these bronze statues don't really do whatever they're supposed to do in, in, in honoring the so-called person, but uh, I thought they did a pretty good job with this one. Um, maybe it's not the most easy thing to do is to recreate somebody's image as a bronze statue, but they, they did it. So maybe someday in my twilight years I'll go take a ride out to the West Coast and visit. So, all right. So there's a lot of songs to choose from in his catalog that have colors in the title. Most of them are black. And with obviously Black Hole Sun, Fell on Black Days, uh, there's a song off the King Animal album called Black Saturday. So I figured we should probably get away from the black and... Uh, know, morbid side of Chris Cornell, and uh, do something maybe a little bit, I guess it's not really, I mean, it's still kind of morbid, the the, um, the tone of the song, or the lyric of the song, <clears throat> um, and this is off of his Higher higher Truth album, and the song's called Murderer of Blue Skies, and lyrically, I love this song, because uh, he's, he's said this song is a, you know, <clears throat> a love song. But I don't think it's your typical love song in terms of to a, a woman or a man. Um, I think he went a little bit deeper with this song, and it's really about his relationship with, with drugs and with addiction. And when you listen to the lyrics, have that in mind, because he's, he's saying, in a way, like, I, I can't wait to never be with you again. Those are pretty harsh words to a female, and I would get that, or a male, um, but... To, to say that to your substance 
is a whole nother thing. And, and, uh, I really think he was, because obviously, you know, and, and he died still kind of addicted to certain things. Um, that's not what took his life was substances. It was medication, but, um, there were, there is some, some stories of him, you know, relapsing and that, and that happens with people that have gone through life, lifelong addiction. Um, so I think this song was kind of like his way to tell his, his drugs and his substances. I can't wait to never be with you again. Um, and that's, that's deep stuff. Uh, and, and, and every time I listen to it, I get a little bit sad because he, in the end, he, he, he didn't really conquer it. And like so many people do or don't. So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna listen to that song here. So just have that in your head and, um, this was his, his last album that he ever made. Um, it's the Higher Truth album. So let's check it out. Murderer of Blue Skies. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our tribute to the fall season in a uh, rendition of songs that include colors in their title. As I said in the beginning, this is probably just a, a one-off thing until next fall, but we'll still title it Volume 1, why not? Uh, if you, uh, there's songs that you liked, let me know. If there's songs you didn't like, let me know that too. If there's songs you would like to hear, whether it's in the realm of song titles that have colors or just any song you want to hear, or if you have ideas about uh, some episodes I should do, I want to hear all that stuff, so... Hope you're enjoying the show. Follow along, subscribe. Of course, go over to Spotify and follow the 8-track podcast playlist. Every time we release an, I release an episode, I update that playlist with all the songs we played on here, and it's just going to keep accumulating new songs after every single episode. So uh, if you don't really want to listen to my ramblings, you can just follow that playlist and listen along. So... That's it for now. I have no uh, idea what my next episode will be. I probably should kind of figure that out to give you guys kind of like a heads up of what I'm doing next. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't know. It'll be a mystery. We'll be surprised. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.